Declan, uh, it's Niall McIndoe here. How are you? Good, Niall. How are you keeping? Not too bad now. Can't complain. Uh, are you back training yet or have you another few weeks? Oh, trying to prepare myself mentally to come back training now. It's a minute. Uh, no, we were kind of tipping away ourselves now doing a bit, a bit of running and, and gym work. So, but no, looking forward to getting back with, with lads now. Probably haven't seen a lot of them in a long time. So, um, yeah, no, actually can't wait to get back. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, you probably had a longer break than usual with the split season and you were finished with the club as well. So was the break nearly too long or did you enjoy every bit of it? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think it was too long. I mean, we finished with, with Limerick in July and we were back playing with the club then, you know, less than two weeks later. So, you know, I kind of ran into each other a small bit. But, you know, for me, it's very it's quite important to, you know, to get that break and to make the most of it when you get it because this was come, come early January, it'll be, you know, hell for another four, four or five nights a week. Um, so now looking very important to take your rest when you get it. I seen you were out in with the cup out in San Francisco there recently, and you probably had a, a good few trips like that, I'd say, over the last maybe not as far as San Francisco. But is it is it moments like that that you kind of have to kind of pinch yourself at how much success you've had? Yeah, it's I mean, especially when you go when you go abroad or anything like that, and you see how much it means to you know people who are over there a long time and haven't got the chance to come home for any of the games. Um, look, they're so delighted and you know, it makes you feel, I suppose, very, very proud to, to have represented Limerick and to see the effect it had on people that far away, you know, the other side of the world or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, we've been quite busy, I suppose, with the, everybody wants to see the cup, I suppose, and to meet some of the players. But, you know, it's very, it's very, very enjoyable. Um, you know, we're very lucky to be in the position we are and to have been able to go to, to San Francisco and New York and these places um, representing Limerick is, is fantastic. Did you get to meet a few Limerick people over there? Yeah, yeah, met met plenty of Limerick people in New York and, and, and a few in San Francisco uh, as well. So yeah, look, they were they were delighted. You know, they hadn't been home in a long time due to COVID and, and different things like that. Um, so yeah, it was great to talk to them and, and about their story and you know the, the connections they have with Limerick. So yeah, very very good. Right. Uh, thanks for that, Declan. That's all for me. Thanks, Neil. Declan, how are you keeping Keen O'Connell from the GAA? Um, Hi, Keen. How are you? All good. All good. The this year's All-Ireland, Declan, the, the fact that it was so, not that the others weren't hard won, but the, the Munster final, so epic, the Kilkenny and Galway in the semi, like brought you to the, to the wire, you were down bodies. Was it a particularly sweet one? Uh, look, they're, they're all very, very sweet, I suppose, and very special in, in their own rights. This year was quite tough with the round robin being back and it was, you know, helter-skelter there throughout the Munster Championship as it is every year. Um, no, but I suppose I've always said that there's very, very little between any of the teams in the in the country, in my opinion, and on any given day, anybody can beat anybody. So um, yeah, this year was very, very tough. A lot of the games went down to the wire. Um, you know, even the Kilkenny game, we went five points up in the 70th minute, and you know, nearly 50 seconds later, there was only two points in it again, uh, and it was back in the melting pot. But you know, we're, we're lucky to be involved in these games at all, so we're enjoying them. They're, they're there to be enjoyed and to. To make the most of them because these things I suppose don't, don't last forever and you know especially in Limerick we know you know only 2017 we played two championship games and lost both of them so like that's that not that long ago either um so you know, we're well aware of you know how difficult how difficult it can be as well the crowd aspect Declan the fact I suppose he won one all Ireland behind closed doors another one with half a crowd this year just seemed to be just a like that you really soaked it in after after the win yeah sure it was so special to have 82,000 people back in Crow Park again um, but yeah, you know, you're right. Like we saw at 2020 when there was there was nobody there at all. We, you know, you're after winning the All Ireland final and you're getting on the train home and, and just going home to your, your home house and, and that's it. There's nothing else, nothing else to it. And then 
this year, our, our 2021, you had, you know, half capacities and this year back to full capacity. So, yeah, that was fantastic. And to see the, the amount of green and white, I suppose, in, in Crow Park there in July was, was amazing. People were only mad to get back and, and support the team. Um, so, yeah, it's very, very special, especially for our friends and families to be able to get in there and soak up that atmosphere as well and, and enjoy the occasion. Declan, over the last decade, I suppose, a lot of the work that's probably been reflected on the senior stage maybe took place in, in Harty Cups and in the Fitzgibbon and the Academy. Like, could you just give us a bit of an insight into the relevance of, of those kind of competitions for the majority of this team? Yeah, I think like I wouldn't have been there for the Academy myself, no, but in, ter- in terms of the Harty Cup and the Dean Ryan Cup in, in schools, it's massive, like I think, for players' development. They're playing at the... Uh, you know, the top grade in, in, in Munster schools competitions and you're, I suppose you're competing against the best players in Munster then, um, you know, in the top schools. We we played a, a hard cup final in 2010, I think, against Turles, went to two replays, so it took, took three games to start out the hard cup final, which was amazing. And even the crowds that were at that, it kind of, you know, got you ready in some senses for, you know, bigger games coming down the line. Um, but I think in terms of, it's the standard that you're playing at, you know, definitely benefits you in the long run. Uh, you know, the, the, the younger you are, uh, and the better, bigger games you can play, and I think the better. So, um, yeah, for me, Arsenal Reach was was fantastic in that sense. Uh, and then Mary I as well. You know, we were lucky enough to win to win a Fitzgibbon Cup there as well with the college. Uh, again, a really, really high standard of, of hurling across across the competition, as it is now and, and it is every year. So, yeah, I think uh, hugely beneficial those Hearty Cup competitions and the Dean Ryan, and then again the Fitzgibbon Cup. Thanks for your Declan. Okay, Keen, thanks. I'll jump in there. Declan, uh, Jack Neville from Sport and Limerick here. How are you keeping? Good, Jack. How are you getting on? Grand, no grand. Um, I suppose when you went back to the club, back to Adair, you only had about two weeks. Was that enough time after All-Ireland or was it kind of pushing it? Um, it was tight enough, I suppose. But look, I was, I was delighted to go back and, and get back in with the, with the lads you've grown up with. And you know, I hadn't seen some of them in, in a while either because I suppose when you're at Limerick, you, you, you wouldn't you know, get to meet the club as a whole pile. Uh, and look, they were mad for all as well at the time. So I kind of give you a boost as well to just get get stuck in and, and, and drive on again with the club. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, suppose the two weeks was, you know, we'd won one club championship game played two weeks after the all final, which is quite, you know, quite a quick turnaround. Um, and I suppose even you're looking at Napier, you know, at the minute they've been gone since, you know, early January and they only finished up last weekend. So that's a, that's a very, very long year for them. Um, but for me, look, I, I just, I was delighted to go back with the club and, you know, get stuck in with the boys. You've obviously experienced the split season fully now with crowds and everything. Is there still some tweaks to be made for us? There probably are, but like that, I suppose, with the, the short turnaround that we had in Limerick, um, you know, two weeks is short, but I'm not sure what the what this solution is to, to suit everybody. Um, I enjoyed the split season. I think it's great. It's great from a club player's point of view. You have, you know, a structure there in place that you know exactly the dates that you're going to be playing club championship. Uh, management teams can plan for that. And the players can plan if they need to go, if they want to go on a holiday or whatever's going on, and they can plan around those dates as well. Whereas before it was kind of very, very hit and miss. You weren't overly sure what was going on. Um, so it's definitely a positive anyway this season. Obviously, in the All Stars weeks ago, you picked up a load, you had seven again, another for yourself. Do you allow yourselves to, I suppose, reflect on those now, or is that for something down the line when you're finished up? Yeah, I suppose you can ask that a good bit here, you have to re- reflect. But um, I, don't, I don't think when you're, when you're still playing, you're kind of always looking forward to the next. Um, the next year or the next training session and, and just trying to, to get ready as best you can for that. Um, I suppose whenever we finish up playing, there'll be plenty of time to to look back on those on those days and they're you know they're great memories we have um over the last number of years as a group. Um but no I suppose when you're still playing you're just you're just looking forward and, and trying to get on with the next um I suppose the next game or the next training session. 
Uh, you played round robin again in Munster this year. You've obviously had that now this year and last two years. It was knockout. Is there one you prefer or is it is it very hectic when you have four Munster games and possibly a final? That's hectic, but I, geez, I think I think it's brilliant. Uh, I love the round robin robin series. You saw this year the crowds that were at the games. Um, you know, I, I think the majority of the games we played were close enough to sell outs anyway, um, which is fantastic. I mean, that's that's what we want to do. That's why we, we play the game to play these matches. Um, so I, I much prefer the round robin. I think it's it, it's really really good. You have no excuse or either you know performing well enough to win the games. Um, and look, it gives it gives you a bit of a safety net. If you lose one game, you you have a chance to come back. Whereas the knockout obviously is you know you lose one game and you're gone. Um, so no, for me, the, I think the round robin is, is really really good. And finally, for me, you've obviously John and Paul and the boys are back on board for this year. How do you ensure it doesn't get stale now that they've been there for six or seven years this stage? Um, I don't think we do anything specific to make sure it doesn't it doesn't go stale. We just, to be honest, we love meeting up as a group and going training together and, and working hard. Um, you know, on the training pitch and then trying to bring that onto the onto the match day pitch as well. So um, no, it's just I think we just really really enjoy it, um, and that's I think a big thing for us. We just try and keep doing that. Cheers, Declan. Okay, sound Jack. Hi, Declan. Uh, Peter Brandingen here from RT. How are you getting on? Good. How are you keeping? Yeah, not bad now. Not bad at all. Um, just a couple of questions for me. I, I think I'm right in saying you celebrated a fairly big birthday this week. Is that right? I did. Yeah. Thanks a million. The big three zero. Uh, happy thirtieth birthday. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> you made your Limerick debut what Antrim 2010. So you've been at it for a number of years now at that senior level. So how how? Body sorry, yeah, and Antrim 2011, 2011. 2011, sorry. Yeah. Uh, how does uh, managing the body change when you get to the, the age you're at now? How different is it from when you started at 18 or 19? I think it's just the recovery time takes maybe a little bit more now when you get older. Um, so when you're 18 or 19 or 20, sure, you can you can play a match every day of the week at that, and it'd be no problem. So, yeah, it's probably just, you know, again, when, it, when you get that opportunity to rest, it's very important to do it because... You know, when training gets full steam ahead, it's it's just hell for leather, like, and you need to be ready to go. Uh, and if you're not, you'll just be passed out. So, yeah, it's just trying to mind yourself as, as much as you can. Um, probably not going out as much as, you know, maybe the younger lads might be going out in the college boys. Um, yeah, and just it's, it's just that rest, I think, and making sure you're trying, you know, touch wood, you stay injury-free uh, in the preseason in particular, you know, and you give yourself a good run into to, to the league and, you know, take it from there then. And do you get to a stage where you... Not necessarily that you pick and choose, because I appreciate it's obviously a, a team game, but can you kind of say to management, I might come back a week or two later, or, you know, I need a little bit more time before the league, or, you know, maybe don't start me early on in the league, or, or do you, can you possibly say that when you're in such a successful team? <laughs> I wouldn't chance this, so I wouldn't. I'd, I'd be told, there's the door, get out. Uh, no, geez, no, everyone is, everyone's in the same boat. Everybody you know, gives trainings on Tuesday, you're there to train. You know, there's a match the weekend, you're there to be selected, so... You know, that's just just the way it has to be. And you know, sure, I, I love it. I love going back training with the lads and you know getting stuck in with them and you know trying to catch up with them in the in the long runs and that kind of crack. So um, you know, there's, def there's definitely no picking and choosing. And in terms of motivation, we've heard it maybe from Kilkenny hurlers over the years or Dublin footballers more recently. The the difference, like how how good you have to be, how you have to be at hundred percent to really beat the teams around you in Munster and then into the teams coming from Leinster. So how do, where does that motivation come from to keep going with so many medals? We're such successful. Uh, Limerick team to keep coming back to the well. Yeah, sure. Again, just comes back to I just as I said, I love going back training with the lads, and you know we have a really, 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 really good group group at the minute. Um, you know a lot of honest guys there who are, are are there to do the best for Limerick and try and represent you know our friends and families and the county as best we can. Um, 
and we're just enjoying it all. Um, so in terms of like, you know, not being looking forward to a year, that's that's you know, that there's there's no reason why we shouldn't be looking forward to next year and getting ammunition. And you know, people talk about are you going stale or anything like that, but you know, for us, it's just that enjoyment side of things. Um, and look, seeing seeing how far you can go, and you know, people talk about ceilings and things like that, but you can you can always try and you know go above that ceiling as well. And you know, it's great that we have the opportunity to do that, so you, you may as well make the most of it. And in terms of, of you being 30, does it change your outlook on, on where your hurling career is at now versus where you were, whatever, a few years ago? Does, does that change the mindset? So, since I turned 30, was that? Y- yeah. <laughs> no, it hasn't changed the mindset yet, anyway. It might, it might change in six weeks' time when I'm running around Raquel after people. Uh, but no, not at the minute. As I said, just can't wait to get back. Uh, really, really looking forward to it and seeing what next year brings. Lovely, Declan. Best of luck in 2015. Cheers. Thanks, Peter. So, man. How are you, Declan? My name is uh, Steve Murray. I'm doing work for the 42 there. Um, hope all's well. Um, I suppose as going back, I know as captain of the team, do you kind of have any messages in your mind you kind of look to give to the lads in these kind of winter months when you're, I suppose, starting to think about heading back to his training? Yeah, not really. I'd be all for, you know, lads, you know, relaxing and taking that, that time off and, you know, enjoying, you know, the social side of, of being young and, and enjoying that side, side of things as well. So, no, we're well aware of again it's just you know resting and, and living a normal life there when when the season stops and you know chilling out and spending time with your friends and families um because it's very important you know when the year starts i've uh two or three very close buddies i mightn't see him for you know two or three months because we're so caught up in training and games and weekends are all taken up so um no i, I wouldn't have any message the boys wouldn't listen to me anyway if i was telling them <laughs> to do different things for sure um i saw in the napier match the weekend my casey picked up a bit of an injury. I'm not sure with the chat, it mightn't have been as bad as it looked. Did you, were you in touch with him or did you hear anything on that? I was, of course, in touch with him. Yeah, I gave him, uh, I gave him a, a call. So uh, I sure, like, I actually didn't see the match, but I just heard um, that he went down injured. So it was obviously, yeah, I sure it was sickened when I heard it. You know, Mike had done so much work to get back uh, into the Limerick setup at all, you know, over the last number of years. That's, she's always been in awe of him, looking at him there on the, on the sideline and, putting in the hours upon hours of work on his own, which is very, very difficult. Like it's, it's actually, things are a lot easier when you have a group of players all doing the same thing, but when you're on your own and I'm sure there's evenings there where he was finding it very, very hard, but um, geez, he's a fantastic person to come back the way he did. Um, so yeah, I was hugely disappointed when I heard that he'd go off in that game. So look, fingers crossed, it's, it's not going to be a long-term injury. I don't know the finer details, to be honest, but you know of, of how bad it is or anything like that. But look, we're all there to support Mike and get him back onto the training pitch as soon as possible. For sure. And um, yeah, I suppose just, I think, have you a team holiday coming up as well? Have you any plans for that or have you the summer shorts packed? <laughs> team holiday coming up, yeah. So looking forward to that as well at the end of the, the, end of the year. Um, so yeah, look, we're, again, we're very, very lucky to be in, in that position to, you know, be able to go away together as a group and, to, you know, have a bit of fun as well before we get, get back into the, 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 the season come January. For sure. Perfect. I think that's all for me. Appreciate that, actually. Yeah. Thanks, Stephen.